A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Sir, you gotta repent, sir. You gotta repent, sir, for murdering babies. Why? Because it's a sin before God. Why? Wow. Stinky breath. Yeah, Why? that's pretty. That's pretty evil of you, sir. Yeah, I am. And, and I hope and pray that you. Yeah. Well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah, I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay, I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I'd never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ. No, sir. I don't go to Christ. Yeah, you. I you, don't listen to Christ. You, you will have a darkened heart, sir. I do have a darkened yeah. heart. Yeah. You have a darkened heart. I do. I do very, very much. And so. you will stand yeah. before God in judgment. Yes, day, I Monday. will. Every day. You will stand before God in judgment. Yes, day, I will. Monday. Every day. All of the babies that I you have killed. I love it. I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies yeah, apart. Yeah, I will. Keep tearing the babies I apart. I will. Keep keep tearing the babies what? apart. Yeah, sir. The babies, their blood streams from the ground. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to this week's edition, rendition, this week's feature of Connect Those Dots, a humble little podcast, and I am your humble little host, Joe. And wow, uh, a lot going on this week. A lot going on this week. I mean, it makes it kind of easy but also makes it hard at the same time to do this podcast and pick topics that I want to focus on for each episode because there's so much going on that like, okay, I got a lot of options here, but you don't know exactly which one you want to select. It's kind of like going out for ice cream, but it's really like the ice cream shop from hell. Instead of uh, delicious flavors like chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, cookie dough. Uh, You got transhumanism, pandemics, forced medical fascism, war, sexualization of kids, you know? So these are the, the flavors that I have to sift through in the ice cream shop of the world with all of its disgusting flavors. And then once the flavor is selected, we fill up a big old bowl of it, bunch of scoops, and then we uh, feast on it together, and then we have Connect Those Dots, the podcast. (laughs) So what flavor is it going to be for this week? A lot of stuff stirring up. So where do I begin? Do I talk about the Ministry of Truth that they're trying to create in America and totally do away with constitutional rights in this country? Do I talk about how the UN and the World Economic Forum have now officially uh, signed a treaty where they are going to be um, even more in sync with each other and really walk in lockstep with one another? Now documented, now on paper. Do I talk about how the WHO is planning to have a policy Put into place that will basically give the WHO complete control of the world if a pandemic is declared? Do I talk about these things? These things seem really important. Muy importante! I mean, do we even know about these things? Have any of these things even been reported on in any sort of capacity through the mainstream news outlets at all? Even if CNN would just bring it up and be like, oh, this is a good thing. Yeah, the WHO uh, wants to completely control the world if we just say that there's a pandemic. We don't have to prove it. All we have to do is just say it and then boop, 
WHO teamed up with the UN, who now the UN is now teamed up with the World Economic Forum, complete control of the world. What they say goes, no big deal, you know, business as usual, another day at the office. But we all know why we haven't heard a peep about any of these developments. We all know why. Because the only thing anybody can talk about for this entire week is abortion. So quite frankly, I think I'm going to talk about it as well and give a full spectrum constellation perspective on what's going on with this whole abortion development and really clarify and crystallize some of the bigger implications of this abortion stuff because as much as I want to talk about the Ministry of Truth development and the WHO teaming with the UN and the World Economic Forum and how Bill Gates has resurfaced lately and he's going on all the talk shows. Down to zero. I think at this point, it's pretty much now or never for me to cover this uh, abortion topic and really do a deep dive analysis expose that we do here on Connect Those Dots. And how, yes, even the abortion topic connects to topics that we've discussed about eugenics, about population control, and about mass hypnosis, mind control, depletion of the human heart and the human compassion. So let's start it off. What, what even happened to spur this new debate, this new uprising, this new uproar, this new I support the current thing storyline? What happened? A leak came out from the Supreme Court where their internal brainstorming between the justices on the Supreme Court saying that they want to basically make abortion a state issue. That's literally the only thing that happened here. A leak got out of a brainstorming session between the justices of the Supreme Court where they basically said, we are thinking about overturning Roe versus Wade to essentially make abortion a state issue. That's it. That's all that happened. That's what this big uproar has happened. That's what this big uh, media blockade has been with this abortion issue. That's all that occurred to spark this. They didn't outlaw abortion, okay? They didn't take away the women's right to choose. They didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Nothing got made into law. And even if something was to be implemented into law through this leak, it would only just make it a state issue. So it's just really, it's just really bizarre how people become up in arms about anything that the mind control hypnosis establishment media wants them to become up in arms about. It's really fascinating. It's really like being in a video game with a bunch of minion NPCs that are only programmed to do what they're programmed. It's like I was talking about last week with the supporting of the current thing and the update. Protocol accepted. This is just the latest update that the narrative creators are installing into the mind wash masses to get them up in arms. It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible to watch mass mind control occur right in front of your eyes in real time. So let's hear what they think. Just so you can jump into the mind or the the empty cavernous space inside of the skull of one of these leftists or whatever they call themselves. I think they're just conformists. I think they're just mentally weak people that don't have any real ideals of their own or any real thoughts, really, when it comes down to it. And they're just told what to think and how to think and what to think about certain things and what opinions to have. So these are just pieces of Play-Doh, pieces of silly putty, pieces of clay that are molded 
to whatever the social engineers and manipulators want them to be molded into for the current purpose that's trying to be achieved. So this is the mindset. Here's a compilation of libs of TikTok talking about how little they think of human life, how funny it is to them, how the human baby, the most pure, innocent, untapped potential thing on this planet is nothing more than a commodity to them. How we should use the aborted fetuses for for energy? Yeah, sustainable energy. They don't want you to use coal, but they want you to use aborted fetuses. How they they laugh as they say, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't flush my babies down the toilet. I eat them straight out of the can. Just, I mean, it's just, I hate to play these things. I hate to listen to these things. I hate to see these people because I can feel their demonic energy. But we have to know what we're dealing with here. We have to understand the mindset of these people and, and how like, they think it's a joke. They think it's funny. And it might be hard when you don't have the visual component, but just imagine a bunch of goblins, a bunch of people with pierces in their nose, pierces in their eyebrows, uh, rainbow-colored hair, bad skin, very flaky, very weak-looking, anemic-looking people, all just, just saying these things in succession with each other. Whatever your mind thinks they look like, it's actually better than what they actually look like. So let us dive into the abyss that is the mind of these conformist, hypnified zombies. Aborted babies being burned and then used for electricity? I hope they are. Jesus, I am so tired of seeing this. You know what? I hope so. I hope so. I sure hope so. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. I can just imagine the fucking snowflakes with that one. <laughs> Oh no, I just eat mine straight from the can. Mm. I don't think we should be asking, are they being burned and used for electricity? I think we should be asking, why aren't they being burned and used for electricity? And burn them. So that's trendy. That's cool. That's hip. That's now. That's what's considered um, being accepted and having the consensus opinion now is to completely devalue life, laugh about it, and like really like not not even funny at all. Just just like really dark. Like, yeah, if why aren't we burning the dead fetuses to make energy? And they believe it. This isn't like they're not just they're not just laughing. They're not just having a laugh at you. They're not just trying to bait people like you and I that actually value life and actually understand the God-given potential of every human being on this planet. They are baiting us, but th this is what they actually think. And what you have to understand is if they can have that perspective and think of a unborn child as nothing but a commodity and nothing but an inconvenience and something to get rid of, what, what are they going to think about you? What are they going to think about you? You think just because you're alive and you're not in a womb, they don't, they don't think about getting rid of you just, as they th just like they think about getting rid of these unborn children? And it's not just the unborn children. They already got that. They're used to that now. They got that in their back pocket. That's why they freak out when it, if, at the prospect of it being threatened. They already got that. Oh, we killing them in the womb? Cool, we got that. Uh, what's next? In California, they're trying to pass a bill, get this, where they can abort, quote-unquote, abort the baby seven days after birth. Bruh. Yeah. Seven days after birth. Here's what some Californians think of that. So I prefer that most women make their decisions at eight weeks, but if, but I'm also in support of 10 months out of the womb. So you think babies should be aborted 10 months after they're born? If, if the mother wants to, yes. So she could just murder the, if the mother wants to, if it's like, 
Yeah, if the baby's like six months old and, you know, the mother's just like annoyed with it and, you know, can't really pay for like the formula and can't really just wants to live her best life. I think she should have the right because it's her body, her choice. So she could just murder her baby. In a nice and comfortable liberal way, though, of course. I mean, these are the people. Does that guy even understand what he just said? Does that guy even understand what he just said? I don't know. He might be high on something. He may have misspoke. But these these, these next girls that are walking the boardwalk of Venice Beach... Uh, they definitely don't misspeak, and they're very gung-ho about their stance. I think them kids, so if, like, you want to get a late-term abortion, like, that's up to you. You know, I've had an abortion, too, and it's it's it was my choice, and I'm happy I had that choice. Because if, you, if you're talking about, like, post-birth, um, that's not considered an abortion. Like, you can look up abortion in the dictionary. So would it be considered it murder at that point? I've had an abortion myself. I'm not a bad person because... Uh, I made the choice that was right for me, and now I have a life that I enjoy, and I wouldn't take it back. Would you guys get an abortion again? Yes. 100%. 100 times. Yeah. I'd do it multiple times. 100 times. I'd do it multiple times. 100 times. <laughs> it's disturbing. And if you look, if you see the, the, the actual footage of this, if you have the visual component, they're just sl sloppy skanky, very low energy, very low vibrational frequency when you just look at them, just covered in very skanky tattoos. I mean, man, these are the type of people that we're dealing with. And they, they say they do it hundreds of, hundreds of times, she says, just so she can live her life. That's her justification. So I can live my life, be a thought, walk around, and... Just be it. Just just be a selfish degenerate, basically. So basically, like if they have their baby, they can neglect them for seven days, and if the baby dies, then they can't be held criminally liable. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think like I, I agree. I think whatever like helps women and helps them achieve their like dreams and however that needs to like happen is definitely acts to help that is helping all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, whatever, like, helps women just, like, be independent, be a strong woman, and she don't need no man. And, yeah, yeah, just, you know, kill the baby even though it's born. And then, yeah, yeah, make an OnlyFans account. And then, yeah, I'm a strong woman. This is what the propaganda has done to the female youth of this country. They don't value life. They don't value themselves. And they're told by the establishment that the only way that they can truly find self-value is to basically be a quote-unquote independent woman, which means sleep around, be a slut, don't cultivate a meaningful relationship, you don't need no man, and that your true calling in life is your career, is the career that you pursue through your whatever college degree that you get. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting a college degree and having a career. There's obviously nothing wrong with that. Everybody has ambitions and everybody can pursue those ambitions. But they make family and settling down and finding a lifelong partner some kind of some kind of thing like some kind of thing that it's oppressive over women to to be mothers and to be wives and it's working this propaganda's working marriages are down divorces are up infidelity is up births are down and more girls creating OnlyFans accounts and whoring themselves out over the internet is way up so there's some science for you. They always say, trust the science, trust the science. That's actual science. That's actual statistics. And it's all due to the purposeful, targeted, slutification, degeneration, promotion of promiscuity that has been forced and thrust upon us in every sort of walk of life that we experience. And that degeneration lays the groundwork 
for what we heard just now about the complete lack of empathy, the complete lack of humanity, the complete lack of heart and compassion that these people feel toward killing a baby inside of the womb. Because that's what it is, okay? Whatever you think about abortion, whether you're for it or against it, let's just call it what it is. It's murder of a human life. It is murder. And it's really gruesome murder too. See, they, they just say, oh, abortion, abortion. Live your life, live your best life. It's your body, your choice. Get that abortion and just live your life and keep going. Like They act like it's like the snap of the finger and the abortion is complete. No, it's, it's an incredibly brutal, gruesome, visceral, gory affair. Honestly, you can't even imagine anything more disgusting than a tiny baby in its mother's womb getting chopped up and broken to pieces and basically being liquefied inside of its mother's womb while it struggles to survive and fights back. And then after it's been liquefied in its mother's womb and brutalized and dismembered, and blended into a sludge, it's vacuumed out of the mother's womb. Yeah, that's what happens in an abortion. All these thing, all this this thing that they tell you that's so great, it's so empowering, it's so your body, your choice, it's so pro-freedom. It is the most gruesome and just resonates evil demonic energy. I can't imagine anything that could resonate more evil demonic energy than the scenario that I just depicted for you in graphic description, because that's what happens. That's what an abortion is. Yeah, if you can catch it early enough, so to where you're not into the second trimester where that has to occur, and maybe you're early enough where you can take the abortion pill, but that baby's still got to get extracted out of you. If it's developed enough, it has a procedure needs to occur to extract the baby out of you. And even if it's dead, yeah, it's got to be chopped up and sucked out. Yeah, gross. You don't want to hear these type of things, but you need to have it put in perspective for you what actually happens. The actions that take place to accomplish this abortion. Here's an actual abortion doctor explaining to you what he does, how he does it, and he, he's remorseful, but he, um, this, is, he, this, is, this is something that he participated in, and he's definitely remorseful, and he's going to explain it to a crowd of people. This was in 2019 on C-SPAN, so this is, this is the practice that's been going on. After suctioning the amniotic fluid out from around the baby, you introduce an instrument called a sofa clamp. It's about 13 inches long. It's made of stainless steel. The business end of this clamp is about two and a half inches long and a half inch wide. There are rows of sharp teeth. This is a grasping instrument. When it gets a hold of something, it does not let go. A DNA procedure is a blind abortion. So picture yourself introducing this and grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big, which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, pull out an arm about the same length, which you put down on the table next to you. And use this instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Head in the baby that size is about the size of a large plum. Can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've got your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix. That was the baby's brains. Then you could pull out skull pieces. And you have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations, you just successfully performed a second trimester DNA abortion. You just affirmed her right to choose. As he's saying this to the crowd, you can see them all gasping and grimacing and making faces and making expressions of disgust because, it's dis because it, it, it is. You got to really put it into perspective. You can't just say, woman's right to choose abortion, and then leave it there. 
That's what these people do. They just continuously tell you, woman's right to choose, my body, my choice. Woman's right to choose, my body, my choice. Well, it's not your body. That baby in that womb has a completely unique DNA signature from the woman's womb that the baby is living in, okay? So it's not your body. It might be your body that the baby is developing in because that's what an embryo is. That's what a uterus is for. But what about the baby's body? Does the baby have the right to choose? So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the right to choose. Because all these people that say, my body, my choice, you can't tell me what to do with my body. You can't tell me how to live my life. They're the same people that want to force a needle into your arm and force a mask onto your face. So in, in that instance, it's no longer my body, my choice. You got to do it because the new catchphrase comes out, you know, once it's once my body, my choice doesn't uh, apply to a situation, they have to use the new catchphrase. It's for the greater good, though. It's for the greater good. You understand how like they can just use these word spells, these magic spells, hocus pocus, abracadabras. <laughs> To completely shift their logic, to completely do 180s and justify it in their own heads, to completely justify that 2 plus 2 equals 5. There's no better example of this than the hypocrite in chief, the puppet president, the reanimated corpse himself, Joe Biden, telling you it's a human right to kill your baby. This is about a lot more than abortion. I, haven't, I hadn't read the whole opinion at that time. But this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent rights was because the government gave them to you. If you go back and look at the opening comments of the Bork Biden when I was questioning him as chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God, I exist. I mean, can you, can you imagine the just lack of self-awareness. This is the same guy that wants completely every person on the planet to take an experimental injection, wants to force masks onto your face and your children's face, says he's a child of God and that you have human rights and says that one of those human rights is to kill a child of God. I mean, like... Truly, irony doesn't even explain it anymore. Irony doesn't even, hypocrisy, lack of self-awareness, double speak, double think, opposite day mentality, inversion. I mean, it is truly remarkable that they can get away with saying these things. All of a sudden, you're a child of God when you want to kill your baby, who's also a child of God, by Joe Biden's logic. But you're not a child of God when you say you don't want to have an experimental injection plunged into your arm. They pick and choose when you're a child of God. They pick and choose when it's your body, your choice. They pick and choose when it's for the greater good. I mean, uh, I'm just at a loss, man. Let me, let's, let's finish up this Biden clip. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guy's on the Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? What? And then he's just got to inject the LGBTQ into it wherever he can because, because that's, the, that's the second option, Right. If we can't just outright kill your kid before it's born and chop it up in the womb, oh, if it gets out, we can try and do some uh, infanticide. Let's see if we can pass a law where we can kill it in seven days. Oh, it, it's still alive. Oh, it's a person. Okay. Now our next shot is to uh, get them in the schools. Let's try and uh, sexualize them. Let's try and sterilize them. Let's try and medically castrate them and mutilate them. Let's try to confuse their sexuality because if we can't depopulate one way, we'll depopulate another way. And that's what it's really all about. 
If we can't resonate that evil energy by chopping the baby up in the womb, we can resonate it another way by confusing and inverting and remixing and distorting the minds of the children so that they ultimately kill themselves. They abort themselves. Because that's what it's really all about, right? That's what we, we know this already. That's what it's really all about. It's all a population control agenda that is the origin of Planned Parenthood started by Margaret Sanger who believed it was a good way of expelling or trimming the fat of society, if you will. Getting rid of the human weeds is how she put it. So what are human weeds? Any person that they find undesirable. Margaret Sanger was a part of the Ku Klux Klan. Any connections there? All these, all these conformists that call themselves woke or call themselves liberals who are really conformists, they, they sit there and they say black lives matter until the cows come home, but they don't realize that all the black lives are being snuffed out before they're even born, before they're even given an opportunity to have a life, to experience life. So they can sit there and say black lives matter, and then on the other hand and say it's a woman's choice to have an abortion, but Planned Parenthood, which they worship so much, was created by a KKK member who concocted this idea as a tool of population control and eugenics. That is why... 75% of the Planned Parenthood facilities are in predominantly black neighborhoods. So listen to that, liberal. Listen to that, conformist. Understand that. Digest that a little bit. Know that when you sit there and support abortion, and then you sit there and say black lives matter, you're an idiot, and you are being laughed at for how gullible how malleable and how programmable you are. What an idiot. <laughs> but I can't blame them. They're, they're, they're all victims of psychological warfare and demonic attack. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. I can get angry at the way these people think and how programmable they are and how they don't have uh, independent thought, but... I get mad and then I get sad because I realize they're all victims of mental warfare, of a psychological operation, and then I get scared. So I get mad, I get sad, and then I get scared because when you see the capabilities of these psychological warfare operations and tactics and maneuvers and techniques and weasel words and catchphrases, and how they are used to such surgical precision to make people think whatever they want them to think, it's frightening. It's scary. And when you realized you used to be one of those people, not, not to the capacity, but you used to be asleep too. You used to be under the gun of the psychological warfare weapon. It's frightening. And you just thank God that you have broken free, that you were given some kind of epiphany to break free and realize and awaken. And all we can do is just hope that the rest of our brothers and sisters on this planet can achieve the same kind of light bulb moment, you know, when the in the cartoons, when the light bulb just pops up over the head. We just hope that the, the, the light bulb moment can happen for as many people as it can. Now, I, I was going to play you more clips. I was going to play you clips of Howard Stern and Joy Behar and, and Whoopi Goldberg, but I, I, it's just insufferable. It's just such stupidity. Joy Behar says, We should go on a sex strike and not have sex until they let us kill our kids. And it's like, who's having sex with you anyways, Joy Behar? You're heinous, inside and out. And then Whoopi Goldberg says, Get out of my body! Who are you to tell me what to do with my body? 
And then meanwhile, she's the same person that tells you to wear a mask. And then Howard Stern just, I don't know, Robin. I think uh, no one should tell anyone what to do with their body. But meanwhile, I'm going to sit here and tell you that if you don't get a vaccine, you should be denied health care. So they're all just saying the same things as, as Joe Biden, as the establishment. They are psychological weapons. When you look at Whoopi Goldberg, when you look at Howard Stern, when you look at Trevor Noah, just imagine them that like they are they are a gun that is just shooting projectiles of hypnosis at you, that is shooting projectiles of mind control at you, of 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 confusion, that is throwing darts, shooting arrows of distortion at you of mind virus, of getting into your brain. Just imagine they are the psychological weapons and they're being wielded by the social engineers, the World Economic Forum, the UN, the, all of these consolidate, oh, the, the big corporations that all say the same things. You know what, you know what else is so funny? Thank God I thought of this. Uh, it just reminded me, this is a, a, uh, a point I wanted to make. All these people that, whatever, they call themselves woke, they call themselves leftists, I call them NPCs, I call them conformists, they all think they're so edgy. They all think they're so anti-establishment. They all think they're so non-conformist. And that's the funny part, because everything they say is in concert with what the big corporations say, with what the big government says with what the establishment fake media says. They think they're anti-establishment. Meanwhile, they echo everything that the establishment says. So that is even more of the inversion. That's even more of the distortion. That's even more of the backwards think. They think they're anti-establishment because they sit there and laugh about how they're chopping up babies in the womb Meanwhile, every billion-dollar corporation, every big government empty suit, every fake puppet celebrity, and every dinosaur, evil, corporate media news outlet says everything that they say, and they think they're anti-establishment. They think they're edgy. They think they're rebellious. They think they go against the grain. And then once again, it's just a testament to how sophisticated and how well thought out and how well ingrained and how well penetrated the psychological warfare is that they can get these people so distorted, so mind washed, so psychologically blended like a blender, like like some like they just put the brain in a blender and then put it back in the head that they can make people totally agree with whatever the establishment says and then at the same time make them think that they're edgy and anti-establishment. Unbelievable. Like kudos to the social engineers and the behavioral psychologists because that's honestly incredible. It's evil, it's nefarious, it's insidious, it's sinister, it's demonic, but wow. Like, like, bravo, you are masters at your craft. Too bad you can't get everybody, though. No, they can't. They cannot get everybody. And the final thing I'm going to do before I close out this episode is I'm going to show you the dichotomy. One end of the spectrum and the other end of the spectrum. I'm going to show you a completely mind-washed, soul-sucked, automaton conformist that calls themselves woke, calls themselves a leftist, and we're going to see them have a debate because we don't really see that much debate in this country anymore with any topics, but this was from a few years ago. So we're going to see one of the conformists go up against somebody that actually knows what's going on here actually understands the deeper implications here. So this is a, a video from a few years ago. 
It's Charlie Kirk going to a pro-abortion rally. And I emphasize that it's a few years ago because if he were to go to a pro-abortion rally now, you'd get completely surrounded and yelled at and spit at and in some cases attacked, physically threatened, cursed at. So I don't even know if you could have a discourse like this today. But here's from a few years ago, Charlie Kirk, really bright guy, really well-educated guy, really uh, big voice for the sort of pro-human movement, not just pro-life, but just everything. He, you know, talks about globalists, talks about transhumanism. Uh, He's a big voice for the sort of, I guess, conservative movement, for lack of a better term. But here's Charlie Kirk just debating some pro-abortion, quote-unquote, leftists. And we're going to break it down. Let me ask you a question. What species is a fetus? So if, if it's a fetus and it's alive, wouldn't that be a human life? So you're okay with disposing of a human life? An undeveloped human life that can't sustain itself? What about people that are clinically mentally retarded? Should we dispose of them? Why? They can't, they, they can't, they can't live without function of other individuals. They're what? They're not a parasite? Wait, so you think a six-week fetus is a parasite? So just more of that mindset. Getting rid of a parasite. Whatever you define as a parasite is a parasite. So I, I could call that woman a parasite because I think her mentality and the psychological state that she's been forced into is detrimental to society as a whole. So I can define her as a parasite. And he talks about mentally challenged people. One could define them as a parasite or a human weed or a hackable animal. Hackable animals. It's all these interchangeable dehumanization Whether you're a hackable animal, whether you're a useless eater, whether you're a human weed, whether you're a parasite, it's about dehumanization and looking at something as less than, as a means for disposing of it, goes way farther than just babies in the womb. So this is the mentality. Let's go on. You know you were once a six you were once a six week fetus. You were once a six week fetus. And I'm glad that your mother decided to have you. Are you? No? You 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 okay, life is hard, but if you wish you were aborted. I don't think the world would be terribly different See, this is where you and I totally disagree. I want I want you to have the right to life. I'm glad you're alive. You're not. And that's more of the dehumanization. It's not just dehumanizing others. It's about dehumanizing yourself. So you don't think you have any self-worth. Therefore, you don't think others have any self-worth. The world's hard. The world's bad. The world's ugly. The world wouldn't be any different if I wasn't even on it. And that's what you see at a lot of these abortion, pro-abortion rallies. They say, I wish I was aborted. Signs that say, if only I was aborted. It's a dehumanization of thyself, which leads you to dehumanize others in the process, making everybody feel that they have no self-value and then thinking others around them have no self-value. So inevitably, it won't be bad if everyone gets disposed of. Down to zero. Let's go on. This is, this is, this is a critical look into the deeper subconscious of how these people think. I want more people to live. I'm glad that I'm alive, but I don't think the world would be terribly different if I didn't exist. You don't know that. Do you know how many abortions happening, happen, just do you know how many abortions happen every day? Every day, no, I know there's probably millions of Okay, so there's 3,000 a day. Do you think that's too much? Okay, do you want more people or less people in the world? You want less human beings. Yes. And no, that's not Bill Gates talking there. That's just some average, everyday person that calls himself a leftist, person that calls themselves woke, a person that I call a conformist, a person that I call an NPC. 
completely fine with depopulation. Completely fine with it. That's why, that's why when I play those clips of Bill Gates talking to a bunch of people at the TED Talks, an entire auditorium of people, and he's on stage, and he makes jokes about depopulation, and people giggle, okay? They've established into some way, somehow, they've established into the minds of the average everyday person subconsciously. They might not say it out loud. I mean, she just said it out loud, but they've programmed within the subconsciouses, the subconscious of the public at large to be okay with population control, to giggle it off. Oh, it makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, he said, get the population down to zero. <laughs> oh, and he said, if we do a really good job with vaccines, we could get that population closer to zero. <laughs> and that eugenics mindset like to, to be okay with it or to giggle it off or to not want to talk about it, but like kind of know it's there has been ingrained in the public at large. And you see it through this pro-abortion protester. Let's hear how Charlie Kirk holds her feet to the fire on this one and really exposes her. You understand that's a eugenics argument. Thank goodness more human beings are able to live longer. I think life's a beautiful thing. That's great, but we're killing the planet, and we're killing each other. So you would put hierarchy planet over babies? I... Like trees over babies? No. You just, you, you're, I'm just asking, because you say that more human beings has contributed to I a... Think, I mean, I don't think we should be actively trying to like, create more people on purpose when having humans. That's kind of what human beings do, though. Right. I mean... This, this, this protester is the most pinnacle of an example of somebody that just eats up all of the mind control tactics, just eats it up, just lives every single day of her life in a complete trance in a world that doesn't exist, making her okay with population control, saying that the population has skyrocketed. And that we're killing the planet. You know what those are all code words for. We've connected those dots already on this show. But the difference here is the person saying it. We usually hear globalist aristocrats saying that they want depopulation and that we're killing the planet and that carbon emissions need to go down. Who do you think they're talking about here? They're not talking about themselves. They're talking about people like you like me, and just like Little Miss pro-abortion protester over there advocating for population control. Once they get it into the minds of the people that they're trying to depopulate, that depopulation's cool, and that it's something that we should do, and it's for the earth, bro, they can really enact it. Once you get on board with the plans that they got for you, whether you know it or not, they got you. Just like a fish on a hook, you took the bait, baby. And the bait was woman's choice. The bait was population skyrocketing. The bait was safe and effective for the greater good. The bait was to save the planet and cut down our carbon. They take all this bait. There's so much bait out there that they gotta take some of them. Maybe don't. Maybe they won't take all of the bait. Maybe they won't take all of it, but they will take some of it. And once all the bait synergizes with each other, you're you're a fish on a bunch of different hooks. So that's what this pro-abortion protester talking to Charlie Kirk is: a fish on a bunch of different hooks who has taken multiple different bait. That's deep. Let's continue. Do you know? Do you know? Ninety-nine percent of abortions, more or less, are because of convenience. Because people just don't want to have the child. 
And you, do you think it's okay just because something is hard to be able to dismiss of another human being? What gives you the right or somebody else the right to dispose of another human being with a totally different DNA that will never be created again? If I decide you are someone that shouldn't be around, should I have the right to be able to remove you? So is the, so is the baby in the womb. And you said it's a life and a human life. Well, just because a baby can't live on its own does not mean it's not a person. You're okay with disposing of human life. I, I applaud you for being very clear with your indispensable fervor of human beings. You do understand this is how like genocides begin, right? Excuse me. No, I'm not saying you are, but dehumanizing and saying I'm okay with disposing people because we don't want them is how hundreds of millions of people were killed in the last hundred years. Deserves protection? Despite having a heartbeat? Do you think abortion should be a form of birth control? but it's becoming the primary resort a million times a year. It's a lot. So it's all just out there in the open right there. He's, uh, she's having a little bit of epiphanies right there. She's shook. He's saying a lot of stuff to her and concepts that she's probably never even contemplated in her own head. So she's she shook. She's being rendered speechless and he's making a lot of sense. Because their whole justification is that this baby's an inconvenience for me, so I got to get rid of it. That's it. This baby's an inconvenience for me. I got to get rid of it. This is a murder of a human life, and it's an inconvenience for me, so I'm justified in getting rid of it. So by that logic, if anybody inconveniences me, I can just get rid of them? I can do that to the baby in the womb. Why can't I do it to anybody that is inconveniencing me in my regular day life? It's inconveniencing me, so I'm justified, right? And just because you've proven yourself and you've said that the baby is an inconvenience and can be destroyed, people like Klaus Schwab, people like Yuval Noah Harari, people like Bill Gates, who his father was greatly involved in Planned Parenthood, once they think that you're an inconvenience, they can abort you because you're an inconvenience, just like the baby in the womb. You are the baby in the womb. Do you know that the abortion rate is higher than the birth rate in New York City for black women? Do you know if you see a pregnant black woman in New York City, she's more likely going to the abortion clinic than to the delivery room? Does that bother you? Like, do you understand the black birth rate has flatlined since passage of Rover, the decision of Roe versus Wade? Right. I don't think the And she shows herself again. Did you hear that? Let's 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 hear that again. The world isn't that great for black people, so why should they even be born in the first place? This is this is a person that probably put her fist up and said BLM and put a, a black square on her profile picture and, you know, did all these things. But then on the deep down, they say she, she thinks that black people shouldn't even exist because the world isn't good for her, for, 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 for black people. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the true mind state of the conformist that calls themselves woke of the NPC, of the mind-washed victim of hypnotic psychological weapons. This is who they truly are. This is who they've been made to be. They think they're better than you. They think they're intellectual. They think they're non-racist. They think that you're racist. Meanwhile, they're the most ignorant, misinformed, racist, patronizing, non-self-aware group of people who has ever existed on this planet. 
Now let's hear her dig herself into an even deeper hole. So we should. No, I'm not. No, I'm saying they're not. You understand this is the eugenicist KKK no, Margaret Sanger argument. I think we have a systemic issue that's hurting people of color and they're like, so they don't feel like they well, infant bearing age of black women make up about three percent of the US population and forty percent of the abortions. The black population has stagnated and not grown at all, basically as a percentage of population since the passage of Roe versus Wade. If someone was a racist, not saying you are, they are keeping the black population at perfect population control. Something to think about. I want more black people. Do you? Okay. All right. Thank you. I want more black people in the world. You want less. So there's that. Charlie Kirk, gentlemanly, nurturingly, very softly, very patiently exposes the true nature of these conformist NPCs who call themselves liberal woke leftists. Exposes who they truly are. They're all like that. They're all carbon copies of the same mindset. And whether they know it or not, they are Possessed. They are absolutely possessed. Whether it's demonic or not, whether you think it's a spirit, they're, they're hacked. And this abortion issue really just exposes them, seriously, for everything that they are. The inverted little hypocrites that they are. But I don't want to sit here and just attack those people. I, I, I wish that they would help themselves. I'd love to help them, but... It really comes from within, and when you're so deeply inverted, when you're so deeply in a trance, when you've been hypnotized to such an extent, there's nothing that a third party could really do. You have to really just f have some kind of epiphany with God, have some kind of moment snap you into reality, break that fortress of lies that you've been living in and if more people don't have that moment that snap to reality moment and then really get like serious about what's going on here and where all of this leads and actually connect all the dots around them first understand that there's dots around them and then connect them if we, if we can get more people to just understand that then we have a chance of prevailing. But with all of the attacks on us, all of the bait that they send out for us, it's they, they sure make it difficult. And they sure know what they're doing. That's why exposing this whole abortion concept and this whole abortion saga and storyline is worth it because, yes... There are much larger consequences. There is a there. There are much larger implications happening here. There's a much wider constellation that the abortion star is included in. So, if you think it's justified to kill babies, who else are you going to think it's justified to kill? Once you're told it's okay to kill them. Think about that. Think about it. Take a second. But that's a show. I went way longer than I thought I was going to go on this topic, but that's good. I, I, I really got flowing. I really got energized. I guess something about demons talking about dead babies kind of gets the adrenaline flowing a little bit. Trying to kind of gets the intensity uh, building a bit, so to speak. But... I alluded to a bunch of other topics that are going on, a bunch of other crazy happenings that are all occurring around us while we're dealing with this whole abortion thing. I alluded to those topics and I want to touch on them in the weeks to come for sure. So until then, always God bless, peace out, 
and truly never stop. Once you've identified a dot, never stop looking for those connections because there's always something there if you dig deep enough.